0: Welcome to the Business Rehab Podcast where bold strategies meet fearless mindsets.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Gretchen, your go-to life and mindset strategist. With over 20 years of combined business experience, we're here to guide you through the highs and the lows of being an entrepreneur.
0: And I'm Shelby, your resident business and marketing strategist. Brace yourselves because this podcast is the real deal. No filters. No edits, just honest conversations about the entrepreneur roller coaster.
1: And we're bringing the laughter too. This is not another boring business podcast.
0: Get ready to revitalize your business and reignite your passion.
1: Welcome to the Business Rehab Podcast. Hey, Shelby. Happy New Year. So, New year. we have decided to do something different this year with the podcast. And this is a special edition. We're going to do it once a month called Reddit Rehab. We're going to take a post from Reddit and solve their problems in 30 minutes or less. So Shelby, why don't you read us the question for today?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So someone posted, coaches who scaled past 10K, what is the biggest pain point or bottleneck in your business right now? And someone answered, finding more time to seek out new businesses while meeting with my current clients. I get most of my clients through referrals from other clients and through joint venture partnerships.
1: So the problem here is that they are bottlenecked in their business because they have a current client load Mm -hmm. and they are trying to figure out how to generate new business while also serving their clients with 100%. And you can't actually do that. You have to look at your business and you have to figure out where are you leaking time and energy. Where are you spending some of that time that you have to be generating new business? You have to be generating new business as a business owner. So the first thing is look at your calendar. Where are the open gaps? Where are you spending an hour a day on your business? Do you have CEO time blocked every week? What do you think Shelby?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The other thing is your business model, right? If you are stuck doing one-on-one work, uh, you have to look at scalability of a business model, right? Mm-hmm. And when, I talk, when we talk about scalability... Oh my gosh, I have a sweatshirt on right now that says scale with freedom. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, like you need to look at your business model from a bird's eye view. If, if your business is determined by you showing up to one-on-one calls in order for it to thrive, in order to, to grow, in order for you to get money... That's not super scalable. And I, I want to like actually insert a very personal story here. But I learned this lesson very, it's a very tough lesson to learn. And I think we all have stories. The longer you've been in business, you're like, mm-hmm. shit. Um, but one of my stories was a couple years ago, I had a horrible miscarriage. And I didn't know what was happening. And I went to the, and I was out. Of work for like a week because I was in and out of the hospital, and um, also this was during COVID. So like mm. you know, being in the hospital was not fun for right. anything outside. Of, you know, if you were there, yeah, yeah. It, it like m- my husband couldn't go in with me; he had to sit in the car for overnight. Um, it was a lot, right? And I remember sitting there in the ho- in the ER, sitting there bleeding. And I had my laptop on my lap trying to catch up on work because a lot of my business was determined really upon me showing up um, to do the client work, right? To do all Mm -hmm. of the. And I have a service-based business, but I've always had a more scalable, uh, or I've always had coaching programs and things intertwined. And I say all that because my business was determined on me being present every moment. Yeah. And so when you are trying to scale past 10K, I see a lot of businesses do this, right? And again, I'll go back to that story, though, real quick is that like I learned that this was not, I couldn't do this, right? Another lesson I learned was being on vacation and mm-hmm. I was like, oh crap, my team was not performing well. I had to get up super early in the morning and I was in a different time zone to be able to uh, meet with my team and make sure things were getting done properly. And I just didn't have a scalable model set up. <clears throat> and I think, especially as coaches, the one of the worst things that you can do is have a one-on-one heavy business, right? Yeah. And I know that a lot of us love one-on-one clients and I actually think you should keep them, but you need to make it You need to have a small amount of people that get access to you, and you're going to have to create something that can serve more than one person at a time, like Mm -hmm. a group program or some sort of container that's more scalable that you can pull people in, and it requires less of your time. Because uh, we only have so many hours, right? Right. And I think that goes back to your point of time management as well. Like You only have so many hours in a day. so. At some point, you are going to run out of time. And then what happens, I think, is a lot of – we have seen this. A lot of business owners get stuck in, well, I want to grow my business. And I know that the only way that I make money now is through one-on-one clients. And I don't have time to go create something because I'm already full with one-on-one clients. But I want to grow. And so then you start to kind of self-sabotage your own success or your own growth because you know that like you can't really take on more one-on-one clients.
1: Right. And because at some point you're maxed out at 40, 50 hours a week of one-on-one and you may be making a kill in doing it, but also where's your life and where are the new people going to come from? And when are you working on your business? And I had a thought come to my head too. I feel like if you're watching a movie, And there's some badass chick who is like a business boss. She's the CEO or the owner of the company. One of them that comes to mind that reminded me of this is The Holiday with Cameron Diaz. I watched it over Christmas break. I know. And she's the owner and she is so stressed out and she has all this trauma she doesn't have time to deal with. So she just works, 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 works. And I think that you know, when my friend Rebecca, who is a hypnotherapist says that when we're watching TV, we're being hypnotized, right? That's why we Mm. think that the people with the money are the villains. And, but I think that when we see a woman, especially in business, she looks like she never has time. So we think that's the way it has to be for us to be successful. And so if you think that, well, this one-on-one thing is working really great, I'm just going to continue to do that. Then, where is the time to do the rest of the things and if you don't understand what we're saying about putting people in a group program, it's where you can serve many in the same time frame so, for instance, we have a mastermind. we spend one and a half hours every other week with them live through coaching and then we have a community where they can come to in between and we have other events throughout the year but that's not, that could be three different ninety minute sessions but it's all rolled into one. And so if you find that you are bogged down with those one-on-one things, even if it's your gift, even if it's the thing that you love the most, but you're trying to figure out how to bring new business in, then you need to explore how to do that. And then that one to have you one to one is so exclusive that they're paying what you're worth.
0: Yes. Absolutely. So that you feel like it's
1: worth both of your time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's ways to do it so that it's it feels good for you. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to do it the way we do it. You don't have to do it the way anybody else does it. Maybe you've been in group programs before and you felt lost in the sauce. You were just another number. You yeah. don't like you don't get a lot of attention. You don't have to do it that way. You can do it a different way and just explore that because truly that's really the one of the only ways that you can scale other than creating digital products. And so I think for a lot of people though, if you've been doing one-on-one like this person is, right? they're doing one-on-one, they have a framework. They've been doing Mm -hmm. it long enough. And if you're making 10K months, you likely are talking about the same shit with clients all the time, like different clients. Take the essence of that, right? The biggest breakthroughs that you get people because there are gonna be some similarities and turn that into a program. And you know, inside of our mastermind, people get a quarterly one-on-one. They unlock Mm -hmm. that so there's still part of that in inside of it in which that you're getting that one-on-one attention but it's scalable and then you have to charge enough so that it's worth your time
1: right I have a one-on-one client right now I don't do one-on-one very often and she's a friend client Um, and she's a nutritional therapist and she for the past six months or so we have gone from she, she has a full offer suite now. She has the group program and that launches this many times per year. But then she also has, if you sign up for that group program and you want to add this one-on-one feature or add this specialty thing that she does with this huge questionnaire that takes her a lot of time. And we've, we've gone, gone through it and made it to where she can charge for it. But a lot of the people who come into the group program end up wanting the one-on-one support and she has space for that but she's leading with the group program. And then you're able to, the ones that want to continue, there is a price for that. And they're paying for her one-on-one attention and her time away from her babies. And she's pregnant right now and she's got two kids already and she stays at home and works and you know does that kind of thing. And so she just really has to be so intentional about her time. And part Mm -hmm. of that is that, Time as a CEO to work on the business, to go get the new contacts, to work on your marketing and your sales and that kind of thing. Because a lot of people want to farm that out as soon as they can afford it, but then the sales don't come in and there's a reason why.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. As a business owner, you truly have to be, you have to consistently, constantly be studying marketing and sales. And I, you know, I started off, like I've always been in marketing in my business, but I mean, I started off, um, offering like social media marketing, social media management and stuff mm -hmm. back in the day. And the hard part about that is it's slow growth and me posting or somebody, I, I don't do this anymore, but like somebody posting two, three times a week for you isn't going to cut it. Mm -mm. It's not.
1: And a pretty graphic is not what's going to bring in the next person.
0: Absolutely not. Like you have to, instead of getting another certification, fucking do sales activities, right? And I think this goes back to like our third point that we had was you have to have daily sales activities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're getting this person, and we find this so much, but like finding more time to seek out new businesses while meeting with my current clients. That's their pain point, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to make time to do your daily sales activities. If, and it needs to take an hour a day. I promise you can find an hour a day to be, you know, if you have a business that's growing on, uh, mostly on Facebook. Now there has been studies that I've read recently where there is more money to be made on Facebook than Instagram, than TikTok, than LinkedIn. Okay, mm-hmm. I read those studies recently. There's more people buying things, buying coaching programs on Facebook than other platforms. I'm not saying don't show up there. I'm right. just telling you that there's a lot of money on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like, oh, that's for old people. <laughs> um, listen, I love Instagram too, but you know, it is what it is. I'm just giving stats. You need to be adding people as friends, you need to be commenting on posts, you need to be posting every day. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be creating content every single day. And, the, and once you do that, you start getting better at it, right? You're gonna, it's going to suck at first. Mm-hmm. Like your content will suck, but then you're going to figure out what's landing with people, which is only going to improve other areas of your business. There's a reason why consistency wins, right? You can be born with talent. And I think a lot of coaches do this. Is they're like, well, I'm just really good at coaching and I just want to do that only. Okay. Well, you know, I'm sure there have been basketball players that were born just incredibly athletic, athletically gifted. But then what happens is they stop, co- maybe they stop co- showing up to practices, right? Mm-hmm. They get on the team, they stop showing up to practices because so they're too good, right? They just have an ego about them. And that's what it is it's an ego. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm already good at this. I don't need to do this. Then there's the kid that maybe isn't as naturally gifted at, in that, but they show up to every practice. They practice before practice. They stay up late practicing. That person will win. They will lap you eventually. Yeah. Because if you have neglected your – you could be gifted and you could be great, but you are neglecting and taking – quite frankly, you're taking kind of advantage of um, <clears throat> your gift and you're not giving it the
1: attention it needs, which is marketing and sales. Like you right. have to do marketing. And I would say the easy, the easy answer that comes to my head to like finding more time to seek out new businesses while meeting with my current clients, the easiest answer and one that Shelby definitely <laughs> supports is Facebook ads. But here's the thing you can run social media ads, but you can't let someone run it without you going and being the voice behind them. Mm -hmm. Like that's, it's so important. Like I think you were telling me before the show, like if you're not working as the owner, you you are 50% of that sales marketing team, no matter who you've hired. Mm
0: -hmm. It would be
1: like me just hiring Shelby to do my ads and then being like, Hey, I'm a coach and I'm really good at mindset and business stuff. And so could you just make me some graphics and run me some ads? And she's going to be like, wait, what? I don't know your voice. I don't know what these people need to hear from you. I don't know. Like I can, I can do the ads and I can do the behind the scenes stuff, but we would have to meet often so that I'm making sure that my word is getting out and that cuz if it's coming through Shelby and her energy and her trying to make up what sounds good or what will sell and then they show up on a sales call with me or into a program with me and I'm not that voice there's a problem i think we've all done that i have definitely bought one of those little baby courses from an ad and been like wow that sounds amazing and then get on with the person and i'm like what, what do you even know what you're talking about did chat gpt write that ad like it's so unnerving right now in the marketing industry that People think that they're scaling if they're able to hire out things, but it is your job. I'm still, we've been in business locally for 15 years. We get most of our business from referrals or repeat customers, but I am still posting when I have something really cool to show on Instagram and Facebook. I'm still thanking People, I'm going to do a big thing about one of our employees' 10 year anniversary because all of our clients know him. Like, what is in your business that you need to be sharing that you're not sharing? That would be super easy content that would show people what type of person you are. When you said that, you know, seeing what content works and what doesn't, I did a post about empty nesting and so many comments, and I realized that the personal post, however, it did make me see that that helps people. What's the word? Relate to you. Relate to me. And it, that's not why I wrote it. I wrote it just because I felt like I haven't talked to a lot of people in a long time. I really, people were asking me for updates and it wasn't just about empty nesting. I had a whole lot of stuff happen. We both did over the summer. But someone even said, you should write a book. And I've had a book idea about a lot of this stuff that women carry, um, whether they know it or not. And I thought, okay, well, that was real affirming. Like that content landed. So the people that I'm talking to are trying to hear from Gretchen. And Gretchen needs to be on her sales team, on her Mm -hmm. marketing team.
0: It's data. It's all data, right? And especially if you you have a coaching business, your brand ultimately is, you know, likely a personal brand, which means that you have to emotionally connect with your audience, Mm -hmm. and somebody else can't do that for you. Like if you are a mom with littles, and you're helping people grow their businesses, so that it they can it around having kids like and you're not showing your life with your kids and doing stuff with your kids you're missing the boat right
1: yes yes if, for sure. if
0: you are um talking about living your like living your most luxurious life and you're not sharing content around like your luxurious trips and like all like staying at the mm-hmm. you know five-star resort or eating at the Michelin star restaurants and like you're not sharing that and that's part of what you're teaching people to do why are you not you have to like pull back the curtain and to to kind of address what you said about like ads most people that come to me and we do this inside of our mastermind too we have the same worksheets that I use inside of my agency every time that I bring on an agency client right and we go through their ideal client stuff they're like oh I already know this right they come Mm -hmm. to me they're already making good money in their business but they're like I already know all this stuff I can answer this stuff quickly and then I start asking questions and they go wow this is actually more I've thought more about this right now or I don't know if I've ever gotten this deep right like this is incredibly deep that's the fucking point right? Yeah. It's like, it's not the fluffy surface level stuff. You need to truly understand the subconscious drivers of your ideal client and what to say to pull them over to to buy, right? You have to understand that. <clears throat> and um, you have to understand where they are now and speak to them where they are. And most times you're speaking to your ideal client Way above their current level of understanding. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you post stuff, it never lands. You get no engagement. People aren't, you know, reaching out to work with you because you're speaking from your level of expertise. It's like going, you know, we've all, if you've ever taken a college class, right? Even to college, you know, like sometimes you go into a lecture or something and you're sitting there and the professor is talking and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? I don't even know what he's saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like going home, like, I need to read this textbook now because his lecture made absolutely no sense. And I'm so confused and I'm like overwhelmed. That's what you're doing. You're the professor and your audience is, is everybody in the you know, lecture hall or whatever. And they're like, what is going on? Because you're, you're speaking at the level of your understanding. Yep. And so they don't get it because that's why they're fucking taking your class. If they right. knew if they knew what you knew they would be teaching it too. And so um there's just a lot in that, right? It, it, you got to you got to manage your time well. You got to figure out where the gaps are like Gretchen said. And I think that's like one thing she works on with our clients all the time and especially in the beginning it's like really restructuring our calendar so that you feel freedom for the first mm-hmm.
1: time. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: And the business model, your offer suite has to be tweaked. You need a scalable business model, and that might take you pulling offers that you did previously and making a little program out of it, or making a bigger program out. Of it. Whatever it is, you have, and you need you need that needs to be done strategically as well. Yeah. Which is why I think you need to be hiring a professional to help you with that. <clears throat> Us, <laughs> like we, that's what we help with. And then you have to have daily sales activities that you do every single day for an hour on social media so that you are growing your business, you're expanding it. It's like we use, oh gosh, you know, remember back in the day we had that, like we did a little training and we did it inside of our Facebook group. And it was like the different levels of business. And then- yes. we'll to, the arena,
1: are, uh-huh. Well,
0: huh? yeah, yeah. And like a lot of you are standing on the stage as if you're a performer, right? Like if you imagine that you- our performer you're about to give a concert and you're standing on the stage and then you're, you just show up and you expected the stands to be full and you're like, what's going on? And you're playing your music and you're like, why is no one listening to it? Well, you never invited people in. Mm-hmm. You never invited people to come buy tickets to see you or, or to come sit and spend their time to listen to you. And That's a big problem. Like you're never gonna grow your audience. You're never gonna get to play in stadiums and arenas without
1: without building up to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I let me. I'll give this example real quick. I know you just recapped, but there is a girl that I follow on Instagram, and she. I have watched her go from like being this like badass business babe type person trying to sell her services and stuff, and now she's a healer, and that she's calling herself a healer. But I have watched her journey from. Being that person to who she is now and her content changed from that luxurious, look how, what life I'm living to, which is fine, by the way, if that's what you're selling, please be showing that stuff. But she's had this transformation. And so now what I'm watching her do in her content is her healing journey. And so Mm. I trust her. If I was going to hire somebody, it would be her because I have watched her go from point A to point B in her healing journey. That's what you want to be showing people when, you, when we're talking about you want to be showing them why you're the expert. You're the expert because you've experienced it. You can teach it. You have results like all of those. Your clients have results, all of those transformational things. And if you're not making time to show the transformation or to do it inside yourself, other people are not buying the ticket to your show. 100%. Well, that was fun. I'm going to love this. That was a great first episode of Reddit Rehab. We fixed it. We fixed it. We fixed it. (laughs) Consider it rehabbed. That's right. (laughs) Hey, Shelby, do you remember that one time we did a kick-ass masterclass and shared our unleashed framework?
0: I do. We will talk about that next week. All right. See you then.
1: Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Business Rehab Podcast. Follow us
0: on Instagram at mybusinessrehab and DM us the word Enneagram.
1: And we will give you access to our exclusive training on how to leverage your personality for business success.
0: Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love today's episode, please leave us a five-star review. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I got that way some heads up right now we got that turn it up loud i know you're wondering how i got that wow here i go here i go coming i can't ever stop i'm a tour the force running Get me to the top i don't need an invitation knock, knock. i'm about to start a celebration Let me